The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple area. He looked around at everything and since it was hardly late, it was already late, went out to Bethany with the twelve. The next day, as they were leaving Bethany, he was hungry. Seeing from a distance a a fig tree and leaf, went over to see if he could find anything on it. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves. It was not the time for figs. And he said to it in reply, May no one ever eat of your fruit again. And his disciples heard it. They came to Jerusalem and in entering the temple area, he began to drive out those selling and buying there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who were selling doves. He did not permit anyone to carry anything through the temple area. Then he taught them, saying, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. But you have made it a den of thieves. The chief priests and the scribes came to hear of it and were seeking a way to put him to death. Yet they feared him because the whole crowd was astonished at his teaching. When evening came, they went out of the city. Early in the morning, as they were walking along, they saw the fig tree withered to its roots. Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed has withered. Jesus said to them in reply, Have faith in God. Amen, I say to you, whoever says to the mountain, Be lifted up and thrown into the sea. It does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it shall be done for him. Therefore I tell you, all that you ask for in prayer, believe that you'll receive it and it shall be yours.
when you stand to pray, forgive anyone against whom you have a grievance. So that your Heavenly Father may in turn forgive you your transgressions. The Gospel of the Lord. Two ideas. The first reading speaks about the ancestors of the Old Testament, and they would be Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Joseph, and David. The ancestors that are to be admired. We are to admire them. These are called the Old Testament saints. But also, our ancestors are the saints. So get into the habit of praying to the saints. You know, the, the, the Beatles, you've heard of the Beatles, right? They used to sing back in the 60s, get a little help from my friends, huh? <laughs> I like to interpret Paul McCartney, get a little help from my friends. Well, our friends are the saints. Amen? The Catechism of the Catholic Church, which I mentioned already several times, you have that on your reading list, right? Says that the saints help us in many ways, but especially in two ways. Their prayer of intercession and their holy life. So we want to pray to them because they can pray, they can pray for us. But also, they are models to imitate. So let's go to the Gospel. We could pull out two ideas from the Gospel. Given that I'm in Nebraska the first time, I know this is a state where there's a lot of farms and there's a lot of planting and there's a lot of a lot of wonderful things that are being planted. So what is the what is the element that Jesus mentions today? It's a it's a fig tree. You ever want to taste a, a wonderful fig from Italy? The best figs in the world. <laughs> but let's try to analyze this. Jesus goes to a fig tree, right? He's hungry. The fig tree was not in its time for blossoming, right? So Jesus goes there and it's not blossoming. Why did he curse it? 
think it's a good question because isn't Jesus God? Right? Didn't he create natural laws? Didn't he create nature? Didn't he create times for harvesting and for planting? You Nebraskans? <laughs> Didn't he? Well, that fig was just following the law of nature. So why did Jesus curse it and, and it withers up? I've always thought this would be very fascinating. And I'll tell you the reason. The fig tree is you and me. In our spiritual life, there's no winter, nor fall. It's always springtime. Amen? Yeah. We are called to bring forth fruit 24-7. And especially by making a retreat. As a result of this retreat, you're called to be very fruitful. Very fruitful. What is the first command in the Bible? Be fruitful and multiply. Referring to having children, right? But that can be interpreted in many, many ways. We're called to be apostolically fruitful. That's the interpretation of that passage. That we are always called to be in blossom and fruitful. Amen? Always. Then Jesus says in the Gospel today to ask. Another passage, he says, ask and you will receive. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be open. Whoever asks, receives. Whoever seeks, finds. Whoever knocks, the door will be open to you. So I'd like to teach you five infallible prayers. Are you listening? Five infallible prayers. Prayers that are always pleasing to God. Number one. You're taking mental notes, right? Number one. Lord, teach me how to pray. That's infallible. That's infallible. The apostles said that, and then Jesus said, when you pray, pray our Father who art in heaven. And that's why we're here these four days. We want to learn how to pray. I love language. I've created this one-liner. What air is to the lungs, prayer is to the soul. Amen? Like that? Coronavirus, right? No? What air, what air is to the lungs, what air is to the lungs, so is prayer to the soul. So the more you pray, the more healthy are your spiritual lungs going to be. Infallible prayer. Second, Connect this with Luke chapter 10. Lord, grant me the grace to love you with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. Infallible prayer. Infallible. 
Pray that prayer the rest of this retreat. That's principle and foundation to the max. To the max. That's P and F to the max. Lord, grant me the grace to love you with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. Amen. Number three. Lord Jesus, I love you. Save souls. Save souls. Do you love God? Do you love God? Then you should love what God loves, the salvation of souls. Amen? Do you love God? You should love what God loves most. It's the salvation of souls. Some of you have heard of St. John Bosco. What was St. John Bosco's motto that he had written on the wall in his office in Latin? Give me souls and take all the rest away. Give me souls. Fourth. Fourth. Lord, help me to avoid sin. That's what we're meditating upon now, right? Lord, help me to avoid sin. Sin is mortal enemy number one. These, these are infallible prayers. And the last is this. In honor of the sacred heart of Jesus. This is the first Friday of the month, right? Of June, which is dedicated to the sacred heart of Jesus. Did you know that the Jesuits, the Jesuits, their charism is to promote devotion to the sacred heart of Jesus. That's their charism. So tomorrow is the first Saturday of the month dedicated to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So the fifth infallible prayer is, Jesus, help me to love your sacred heart and the Immaculate Heart of your Mother. Those are five infallible prayers. Amen. Amen.